Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Good morning! What a day it is. What a day. What a day. What a day. What? What? Do we do now? Uh, I'm Liam S. Smith, question. one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, one of the other co-hosts. Nick, this has been our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where we recapped and discussed all of the anime of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Part 1, Phantom Blood. Part 2, Battle Tendency. Part 3, Stardust Crusaders. Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. And Part 5, Vento Oreo, a.k.a. Ugon no Kaze. And lest we forget, Part 4 is also known as Diamond is Not Crash. Is that a real thing that it's yeah, called? Yeah, it's something we talked about a fair bit during Part 4. Oh, that's really dumb. It's a translation thing. That's it's terrible. really dumb. Yep. We um, did it. We we did it, yes, but what what are we what are we doing now with the help of our patrons of whom I'm going to shout out to right now because they support us financially and spiritually, morally, ecumenically, uh esoterically, 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 and mainly financially. And mainly financially, thank you. Thank you to Jordan Yeager. Jordan Yeager. Out of all the you Patreons gotta get in the in the Jaeger and fight the the, the, rift, the rift beasts. What the fuck are the Pacific Pacific Rim beasts called? The, I think they're just called kaiju. Honestly, you gotta fight the kaiju, Jordan Jaeger. The Jaeger was named after you. You're the best Jaeger pilot we've ever seen. But you don't have a drift guy. You're you're a lone wolf, Jordan Jaeger. But Dad, I told you, I did have a drift guy. Call me Mister Jaeger at the office. Oh no, Dad! It's just like February. Get in the Jaeger, Jordan, or. Or, or your dog will have to do it again. <laughs> no, not Fido. He's too young for it. He's young and he's spectacular. And then there's just a weird Jaeger just rolling on the ground. It's like, damn it. I knew I couldn't trust that dog. And that specific Rim 5. Oh. And this is Jojo's World. Thank you, Jordan Jaeger. Thank you all the Patreons for your continued support. We probably wouldn't have gotten this far if it weren't for the Patreon. It's true, actually. Yeah. We would have been like, wow, this is... Well, we are busy. We Better put it on hold for a little while and then never come back to it. Seven months. Yeah. Oh, wowie, wowie, wowie. We have finished the JoJo's. We are doing today the, the second annual... or. Xennial, because it's however often we want to do it. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Retrospective Spectacular, where mm. we retroactively look at the bizarre adventures we've had along the way, the friends we've made away along the way, the friends we've lost along the way, the enemies that we've sworn eternal vengeance on, and the bits that we go, kind of wish this bit wasn't in there. The threads of fate that we wish weren't the needle hadn't really gone into that hole, you know? Mm, the dots on my earlobe that mean the devil won't take me tonight. The sweet, supple flavour of a ragu that makes you go, ooh, that might not be good for any part of my body. And yet my shoulder pain is clearing up. My pores have opened up. It's part of the experience. I'm... Bleeding grease, Junji Ito style. But at what cost? It was all in and now it's out. Oh no. His dad was the bad guy all along. Wait, in what? Um, the Sixth Star Sense. Star Wars. Oh, I get it. So, Nick. Yeah. You ever heard of a little anime called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? What? What, what anime? Oh, you don't know it? Um, do you want to, like, uh, maybe do a podcast where we watch the whole thing? Oh shit, can we start at episode one? It all started back in like 2000 and... 
16, I'm pretty sure. I did the math on this recently. We're just okay. shy of four years. Yep, um, that makes sense. Good God. Fuck that. <laughs> Where I said to Nick, Nick Valentine, the guy that I saw like once every three months. <laughs> not it seems even, so quaint now. Not even once every three months. <laughs> once every like, six months. At best. Yep. Hey, Nick. Do you want to do a podcast together? And I was like, what about? Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, that guy at uni told me about that show. Well, don't listen to him. Listen to me. Oh, okay. And then you never did. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started hanging out for first, like, an hour a fortnight. Uh-huh. And then half a day every week. And now we're just like, we can't get away from each other. And Alliance. now you know the rest of the story. And that story is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which, Nick, now you know the rest of the story. Well, no, I don't. There's more to come. Now you know the first five portions of the story. Oh, I get it. Because I know the rest of the story mm-hmm. now. Oh. Nick. Yeah. What are your overarching impressions of Jojo's Bizarre <laughs> Adventure to date? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's pretty okay. <laughs> I think it might be one of the greatest things I've ever seen because it's simultaneously so fucking stupid on so many levels mm-hmm. and yet fucking genius. I think that sums it up. I think I think what drew drew me to it and what spurred me to start this whole project is it it's unashamedly the most itself thing I've ever seen, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I do, perfectly. <laughs> That's the worst part. It's like it's sort of like you watch wrestling. And you know it's dumb. But it itself is like, well, yeah, but it's a deadly serious melodrama, right? And you're like, mm. ooh. It's ooh, like... There's a veil. There's a veil that it throws over itself where it's like, you know this is not real, but we're going to treat it as not real. Or, or, for instance, if some of our listeners don't do the wrestling, and we need another analogy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like Riverdale, where okay. you know it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you can't stop. Yeah. You're just like... Well, of course they're going to do that. Why wouldn't they do that? No, I'm being like, clear. What? I um, I, I do think JoJo has its fair share of, of dumb moments, some deliberately and some not deliberately. Mm. Uh, but, like the, uh, the house burning down in part four when they're playing. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. It's genius, um, but so dumb. Where was I going with that? Uh, God, it's been too long. Four whole years <laughs> and now dementia's <laughs> kicking in. Oh, God, so old. It's like, this This is our podcast equivalent of that final Mitchell and Webb look sketch where it's about senile Sherlock Holmes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, I can't remember what I was going to say, and that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> and that's been our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we want to do today, Nick? We want to talk a bit about... The overarching sort of stuff. Yeah. Thus far. Now that we've completed part five, how that has informed, how we look back at the rest of the thing. What I also want to do series highlights, series lowlights. Oh, God. And I want to talk about a few things like, you know, some characters that have stuck out for good and ill and some songs that have really stuck with you. I think I know which song that's going to be. you're writing be. this all down. You should be writing this all down. Oh, God, do I need to write it down? <laughs> Where's the stenographer? Uh, yeah, so just general overarching things. Yeah. 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 But what is that in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Well, Nick, why don't you start by setting the scene for me? Why don't you tell me what you remember about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1 Phantom Blood? There's a guy. There's a guy. His name is Joe. Joe. Nathan. Oh. Joster. Jonathan Joster. Go ahead, Mr. Joster. (laughs) Uh, So he is a young, rich kid from the boonies. 
who is like, yo, I like my rich life. It's a good life. I like not doing anything ever. There's that girl I'm sweet on. I got beat up by really ineffectually trying to defend her honor. And uh, then this fucking asshole shows up who's all like, hey, your dad, my dad, they've got a history. You and me, we're enemies now. Kick your dog. Kick your dog, burn your dog to death. Poor Danny. Poor, poor, Dan. poor Danny. Over a series of escalating hey fuck yous. There's a boxing match. There's a boxing There's match. There's a kissing a girl. <gasps> it was him. There's, Dio. There's turning everyone he knows against him. Literally everyone. So easily. It's like they were almost looking for an excuse to turn their backs <laughs> on Jonathan Joestar. Some rich kid that we don't like and we get to oh, just The new boy on. says oh. that Giorgio's a tattletale. Let's never talk to him again. Man, it's just a good time until Dio comes along and then ruins everything. He kisses Arena. Jojo punches the shit out of him. And then he's all like, yeah. We're big boys now. Let's play rugby. Um, they... Oh, he madly falls in love with Arena, who they basically fall together. Fall together? They fall together. They fall in love, and they're all like, we're gonna stay happily together forever. Uh, nothing can separate us. And then Jojo's all like, great, I need to find some answers on this stone mask. Mm, yes. I'll be back. Because by this point, of course, Dio has put on the stone mask, and yep. uh, he got impaled on the statue of the Joestar family's guardian angel, and mm. the house burnt down. But that's that's not that important. That may have been the end of this whole series of unfortunate events. Huh? Um, and yes. Were it not for a... Ugh, a sinister Chinaman <laughs> by the name of Wang Chung. Oh, what a who guy. Who was like, I want to find that stone mask. But instead he found something worse. Dio Brando. Oh. So anyway, Jonathan's going on to... Zapelli shows up. Oh, good old Zapelli. Yeah, but no, hang on. Well, he puts gotta... salt on his sandwich. We're going to do this in order here. He goes to... Like Troll Alley or whatever it is. Oh, Ogre Street. Ogre Street. Good guess, good guess. <laughs> he goes to Ogre Street and is all like... Robert E.O. Speedwagon Robert E.O. Speedwagon is like, hey, here's my hat that's just gonna... Whoa, 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 whoa. Remember how I never do this again? Uh, and Jojo's or, all like... Or indeed anything else. <laughs> Jojo's all like, well, fuck you. Punches him, but not as hard as he could. Kicks him, not as hard as Sorry, he could. Sorry, kicks him, not as hard as he could. Thus gaining the respect he deserves mm. from one Robert E.O. Speed van. Who is, of course, a respected figure in the Ogre Street community and is able to call off a literal horde of villagers with torches and pitchforks. He's just a good guy. He's just a great dude who will commit all crime. <laughs> you know? Until now. Then they go back and Dio comes home and he's like, Oh, I'm, uh, I'm just here doing whatever it is I was doing. I think I went to London to kill people. Jojo. Oh, yeah. And then Dio, then Jonathan is there in the darkness and he turns on the lamp and he's like, you're a poisoner, Dio Brando. You've been poisoning my papa. Why, yes, I have, Jonathan. And there's that great bit. Of course, we we did, of course, watch, as mm. we do some weeks, the compilation of every time in the dub that Jojo and Dio say each other's names in Phantom Blood. This which today. is a flawless video. And it has that great moment, which is in... This moment here, in which Dio is sadly forlornly looking at his hands on the table and he goes, Jojo. Cut to his internal monologue as he ruefully stares at Jojo and he goes, Jojo. God, I fucking love it so much. We laugh aloud every time. Literally every time we watch it, there's that one bit where it's like, Jojo, 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 Jojo. It's like, oh, good stuff. So uh, good. 
lest we forget, uh, Jonathan hides behind a... Oh, Arthur Dio puts on the stone mask and kills some cops. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, he, Jonathan hides behind a curtain. And then when Dio looks behind that curtain, Jonathan isn't behind that curtain, but a flaming conflagration of fire is. <gasps> what? A flaming conflagration? You mean the house is going to... Burn down? Not the ancestor. Okay, uh, skipping ahead, they fight. Sabelli shows up. He's like, hey, Bambino, you gotta learn how to ham on. Hey, Amanda, where's my credits? Hey, uh, remember how uh, we got to Italy in part five and you thought maybe as a Sabelli would show up, but they don't? That yeah. seems like kind of a missed opportunity, huh? It does, but that was a hundred years ago. Yeah, but also Caesar's a Pelli. Who died. Yeah, but also he canonically had many brothers and sisters. Did he? Yeah. Oh... Well, well. Well, well, well. Where are the Zappellis now? Will we ever know? Am I allowed Nick? to... Nick? I assume no. <laughs> Correct. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> he learns the Hamon. From one uh, Zoom Zepelli. punch, punch yep. the frog, walk yep. on the water, yep. Jack the Ripper leaps out of a horse. <laughs> and uh, he then meets with... Uh, oh, lest we forget the North Wind created the Vikings. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the two boys, Luck and Pluck... Uh, whose names are Bruford and, um, oh god, I should know this, uh, it's fucking, not Bruford, fucking, it's actually a band name. Album, I think. It's an album name. Tarkus! Yeah. Yes, of course. Tarkus, of course, being a sort of armadillo creature with tank treads. Who fights in the war while questioning the very morality of his nature. And then he fights, um... Something in the we talked about this when we were doing the Tarkus episodes. I believe it was Led Zeppelin, and then immediately just goes, "No, Led Zeppelin." No, I'm talking about the album. Oh, <laughs> um, oh, right. The Tarkus fights another creature, and then it destroy is destroyed, but then it it reemerges as like Mecha Tarkus or something. Oh, well, well, well. Yeah. What a strange album. <laughs> yep. Um, no, Tarkus J- Bruford is redeemed and then destroyed by Jonathan, giving him the sort of luck and pluck. They meet mm. Poco along the way. Uh, Poco. Poco. Tarkus uh, introduces Jonathan to the... The idea of honour. <laughs> no, oh. the opposite of that. Oh. He lures him into a room where they put collars around their necks and then uh, he does the heaven-hell snake-kill manoeuvre on Zapelli, And Zapelli is like, Tonight is the night. That I go to my death. Remember that bit? That, oh, whole, that whole convention of... The whole hype. Oh, man. Of, of To Be Continued. God, so good. So good. I feel like that was something that was unfortunately lost along the way. Mm, mm. Love love some of the songs we got in the endings. Love Walk Like an Egyptian. Love, um, I mean, I could take take or leave um, Slow Train or whatever it's called. How Last Train you. Home. I'll defend that love, till I die. Love um, Savage Garden. <laughs> Whatever that song's called. Uh, it's I want something. you. Oh, I want you. Um, I need you. I'm fine with both the part five ones. I mean, they, don't, they didn't really blow my mind. Yeah, I guess. What was the first one? Uh, oh, freaking. Yeah, freaking you. Freaking you. Yeah, again, it's just fucking you, but that's fine. But, Whatever. But I would have been I would have been perfectly happy if we had kept that sweet, sweet yes the whole time. <laughs> just for those, I mean, those opportunities. The Lonely Hearts thing. Owner of a Lonely Heart. That's the name of the song. Wait, what are you doing? The, the yes songs that we could have used oh, along I'm the way. Oh, I'm just talking about keeping roundabout. Oh, just for the whole... Yeah, for those moments. True that. Never would have gotten old. Not after 152 episodes. It's true. It's a very good song. Yeah. But, well, whatever. Um... Then they kill Dio. Um, <laughs> straight Dyer does his bad attack that never works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he's here. <laughs> 
why would you forget such a pivotal character <laughs> who shows up and makes such essential contributions to the story? Such as nothing, nothing, and then eventually, nothing. Straits kills all four members of Led Zeppelin. Just straight up. There's a, a cat with a or a dog with dog a man's... with the fan, face of a man. Yep. Uh, the woman gets turned into a ghoul and eats her baby. Ah, uh, classic, classic. Doobie is full of snakes. Oh, I remember. And this then now. Jonathan puts Hamon in the snakes to mm. mind control them and make them turn on Doobie, which is disturbing in numerous ways. Yes, I think Jonathan erased the autonomy of those 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 living creatures, and mm. uh, he's burning in hell for it. Oh no! But he was the best of us. He was. He was truly Jonathan Joestar. Corrupted by Dio and snakes. <laughs> hate, when, hate when I'm corrupted by snakes. Ugh. Like that one woods area in Bloodborne. <laughs> so then uh, he goes to his, uh, Dio's castle. Is all like, hey, oh, Dio. That, I thought we'd gotten there. He fought Dio. Straits died. He killed him with a sword. He cut him in half. The sword oh, yeah. of luck and pluck, which are two uh. things. Two, the sword of luck, which Queen, Elizabeth, Queen Victoria gave him. No. Queen Mary of Scots gave me, yes, mm. but I shall affix my own benediction. Cuts vampire hand, it bleeds fine. Pluck. pluck. You shall need luck and pluck to fight Dio. And I like that moment, but it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it's just one of those... So much of what I like about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is mm. in the little moments, you know? Yeah. The yeah. things that that are just like... So what some might call unnecessary flourishes on the story. Yes. <laughs> sort of like all of the JoJo's characters, their outfits and their yeah. mannerisms. Posture. Just everything about it is, why did you add this in? Sure, let's roll with it. Distilled to a pure series of events, mm-hmm. told straight. I don't think this series series oh, this series would hold up. No. But, but it is the it is the the manner in which it is foretold. Not foretold, in told. <laughs> It's the manner in which you see things that haven't happened yet that make you go, Ah, prophecy. (laughs) Fate. Destiny. A sleeping slave. Well, of course we know fate is real. We've known fate is real since the very beginning. I guess we have, yes. And quite quite, quite appropriate then that the last Mm. episode should be a meditation on the nature of fate. Yeah. Oh, that's weird now. Yeah. Oh, that's really weird. I don't know if I like that. Dio gets cut in half, but he survives. He kills Jonathan on a boat with uh, his special laser eyes. Boom, boom. Uh, we get a brief lecture on how steamships work from Dio. <laughs> and he's all like, you fool, you can't break it. And then Jonathan's all like, but I if I If I remember correctly, if I, if I think back to those halcyon days of... This probably would have been late 2016, because we were fortnightly at the time. Okay, yeah. Uh, we were probably about... 18 weeks in? No, actually we would have been far less than 18 weeks in. Eight, in fact. No, because I remember we were banking at the time. We were still fortnightly, but I had a very busy period coming up with um, my uni secondment. So we banked probably the three or four episodes at the end of part one. Ah. Uh, You remember. No. Okay. You should know by now. We recorded, I think, three in a day or something. Oh. Was I hyped for every single yeah. one? Uh, yeah. So this probably would have been about two months into our project, a month into our project. Right. Uh, and between the banking and um, and the releasing, that's when our, our listener base really started to grow. Ah. So we were quite quite pleasantly surprised by the time we next recorded. Well, I remember we were like, why are we getting so many people Why are listening? we getting listeners? We're not that good. Are we good? This and is... then we realised we were good. We're very good. We might be the best JoJo's podcast there is. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, 
as I'm on the record, I've never listened to another JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast because I know purely by the nature of my own brain, I would take the path of comedic least resistance and mm. inevitably use some of their jokes. Yep. Hey, but now I guess I can. So watch out. Um, watch <laughs> no, out. What are you doing? What a beautiful podcast. Watch out. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the podcast. I'm actually going to pull up my phone and shout out to some other JoJo podcasts. Do it. Watch out, JoJo's Bizarre Podcast, JJB Pod, which I have not listened to, as I said, but I really like their logo. So give it a listen. Wait, what's their logo? Ooh. Oh, it's their Twitter banner, more more specifically. I it's, like it. It's what I assume is the three co-hosts, very JoJo up. Oh, yes. I mean, literally in the outfits of two of the characters. Yeah. I don't recognise the third one. That could be maybe a take on Akira. No, different tie. Don't know. Who knows, man? Who knows? But not damn. They watch... Okay, these guys, just to give these guys an extended plug. Okay. They, watched, right. they watched Moomin recently. Oh. Of course, you remember when we talked about Moomin recently. I do. Because uh, Metallica, I believe it was, looks like the Hatafatiners from, from Moomin. Hmm. Is that the extended plug yep. that we have for them? Give them a listen. They're Go probably on. good. Go on, do it. Stop listening to us. Tell them JoJo's World Center. <laughs> That's our catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Since... Now. <laughs> now and forever onwards. But I digress. We've spent far more time than I expected recapping JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 1, Phantom Blood, the shortest of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure parts. Nick, what do you remember about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 2, Battle Tendency? I remember a young, cunning, sly, and perhaps a little bit too childish, Joe Seth Joe star. Do you remember his introduction? He is... Okay, there's this little kid. Smokey. He is being harassed by the police, the coppers, if you will. The very pig-like police. Uh, And Joseph shows up with a bottle of Coke. Interesting, interesting, interesting meditation on the the product placement and its evolution in Judge's Bizarre Adventure. When uh, the introduction of Joseph Joestar and his pivotal first moment of doing something cool hinges on a bottle of sweet, delicious black Coca-Cola. Mm. Whereas the climax of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable... Inextricably is linked, linked to the, the Pepsi sign. Oh my god. It's like times have changed. It's like it's the choice of a new generation. What? Um, he saves Smokey <laughs> from the cops. He does his next you'll say... Uh, he does that like three times through this episode. He does it to a cop, he does it to a mafia guy, and he does it to straights at the end. What are you laughing at? I'm gonna go buy a Pepsi after this now. Alright. I'm just like, that was a that was an oddly specific joke tailored to absolutely <laughs> no one that I'm going to go and buy a Pepsi from now. Great. Oh boy. Now I'll just take this big bag with um of laundry with um both dollar signs and Pepsi logos on it. <laughs> Anyway, so he helps out little Smokey. He, uh, he's all like, yeah. There's a bit where they're looking at a magazine of push-up bras. Ah, classic. Granny Erinner is there because, of course, Granny Erinner escaped from the ship not only with the new life she was creating in her body. Sidebar, do you think Jonathan Joestar is a generous lover? Well, yeah, of course he is. Great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he was also hiding deep within. Dio, that is. And Jonathan, kind of. Underneath Erina, in the coffin. Yes, so she had a baby, and then she was also holding a baby, which grew up to be Lisa Lisa, Jonathan's, uh, Joseph's mum, which he never found out about on screen in one of the biggest missed opportunities of storytelling in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. 
Oh, I thought he did. No, you, you may recall, people just keep going in the climax. We've got to tell Joseph that Lisa Lisa is his mother. And then Spiegelwagen goes, no, boy, that's not your decision to make. That's right. And they never come back to it. But he attends her dying bedside, so. Mm, I guess it all pays off in the end. <laughs> yeah. He fights straights, he uses grenades, he uses a machine gun, he... Rips off his clothing, a thing he does very frequently. A thing that I don't see other people talk about very much. But that is his, like, signature move other than all of his other signature moves. Well, I mean, he's like, um, he's like the guy who needs to not be restrained, you know? Yeah. He needs to flex. He needs to have air for his brain Which muscles to move. Which is interesting, because you would think as a magician by trade, <laughs> he would want to have plentiful pockets to hide his knickknacks in. Ah, but he's the very best magician. Ah, he can hide them in the folds of his abs. And the best trick is, he doesn't have any abs. Oh. They're the very secret all along. Oh, he doesn't have abs. He's got Stroheim-style cyborg compartments where he keeps ropes and bowlers exactly. and, and lawn darts. The beauty is that everyone goes, wow, he's really fit. Man, he's really good. And he's like, sure, I'm fit, but he's got hydraulics underneath. Straitzo killed the expedition that Speedwagon was on, but <gasps> Speedwagon survived and the Pillar Man has been abducted by the Nazis. My and God. And Stroheim liquidates a Mexican village to feed it to to Santana and Santana awakes and is like oh he's such a stupid idiot but then he escapes through the vents and then Jojo is there <gasps> Jojo kills a guy who fights with a cloak on the way there by using a cactus and groveling and licking his feet <laughs> <laughs> so then he infiltrates the Nazi facility easily using drag and then followed by is it Santana that's like I'm gonna murder you all after squeezing through a vent in an almost inhuman like fashion and living in a fat guy for a while uh, and then everyone kind of goes oh shit he's clearly not a man but he looks like a man a very very good looking man underrated Jonathan, uh, Joseph moment when uh, Santana is going to shoot all these bullets back at them and Joseph grabs just grabs uh, uh, Stroheim and rips out a heap of his hair to use as a, as a magical shield <laughs> I need some reagents come here Nazi what <laughs> oh man what a time what a time. They fight. Jo Joseph wins just barely using trickery and a well. Oh, barely. I believe it was the sunlight that eventually murdered mm -hmm. our boy. Uh, a harsh juxtaposition to later on how Joseph can just punch them to death. <laughs> <laughs> a harsh juxtaposition. Yeah. He goes through training. He meets Caesar Zappelli. Established I, don't I was thinking about this just a moment ago. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if this would have been one of the earlier examples of the classic... Uh, anime, but as probably except Japanese media in general, like dynamic between the main hero and the, uh, the so I suppose we'd say the protagonist and the deuteragonist. Uh, Ooh. The um, you know, like the brash, hot-headed uh, main protagonist and the uh, who like, needs to learn to calm himself and think things and through. the serious like up up uptight. Uh, yeah, the pretty guy. boy secondary protagonist. You Who's know. there like being like, oh, you can't do that. That's dumb. Don't be an idiot. And there are so many variations on this, but often like, um, you know. Uh, Samurai Champloo had it. Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball has it with Goku and Vegeta. Naruto has it with Sasuke and Naruto. Uh, uh, I mean, Black Clover has it with Asta and Yumo, but you know. Basically every red and blue ranger. Um, everyone <laughs> in One Piece is an idiot. It doesn't apply to that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that I can have three swords. Yes, and I'm made of rubber. 
How did nice. that happen? Yo ho ho, he took a bite of gum gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no redeeming qualities, only good fights. I like One Piece, it's just too long. Yeah, well, we're only 20% done. <laughs> oh man, what a weird show. Um, what a yeah. bizarre adventure. <gasps> like JoJo's. My fortune is yours for the taking, but you'll have to... F- Apparently they've been doing a lot of flashback arcs in the manga recently, I've been seeing on Twitter, about mm. Gold D. Roger. Who's Gold D. Roger? He's the one who they executed at the gallows in Rogue Town or Logue Town, and he said, your fortune is mine for the taking, but you'll have to find it first. I left it all in one piece. <gasps> That's the thing the show is called. Thereby kicking off the golden age of piracy. Oh, I see. So Goldie Rogers was the pirate king. Yeah. Ah. What fiefdom did he own? The sea. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what fiefdom do you own? The sea. Well, can I trade with... International waters, what? baby. <laughs> so there's Caesar. He's all like... He's all serious. He's all like, Jojo, you cannot take this threat seriously for your grandfather's negligence led to the death of my grandfather and I bear a grudge against you because I am Italian and the family is of paramount importance. Anyway, we fought the Pillarmen and we lost and now we're best friends. <laughs> so then they're like, well, we've got to go to my uh, my master, oh, Lisa they, Lisa. They put wedding rings in Joseph's body that will kill him in 30 days. I thought that happened later. No, that's then. Oh. They fight in the Colosseum. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Awaken My Master's moment is iconic. Uh, yeah. For two poses. Mark the Friendly Nazi, of course, meets his untimely end. And uh, for... I don't know what you're doing. That's the Pillarman theme. Wow. Great. Yeah. You're clearly more musical and musically inclined than I am. <laughs> well, I mean, I did play guitar on the podcast at one point. If you remember. Vaguely remember that. Where I was like, my guitar's out of tune, everything's terrible. Well, were you doing Roundabout? Yes. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. Good times, good, good times. times. I'm not if only I had any. a skill other than podcasting, other than excellently hosting a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> that I could bring to the table. You mean like improvisation? Fun fact, yesterday I signed up for an eight-week improv class. Ooh, that'll come in very handy now that JoJo's... Is, uh, really... <laughs> Nick looked at his watch, but also he's not wearing a watch. Hey, yes and it, you know? <laughs> Lisa Lisa is there. They do the the pillar, which is, of course, called... It's like the Column of Doom or something. It's or some the Pillar bullsh- of Death. Quite ironic that in order to defeat the Pillar Men, they must confront a, a literal pillar. pillar. Yeah. And the whole idea is it's running with water. Like grease. And or something. And uh, it gets to, Joseph tries to cheat and rest. And the, the pillar accepts no compromises. So because he tried to rest, he hits a pressure plate. And then like a cutting edge of water comes out halfway. <gasps> and Caesar completes it the old fashioned way. But Jojo, who A, is not yet skilled enough to do it that way. And B, is just full of stupid tricks. Does some stupid bullshit and like launches himself across the room. And is like, Jojo, you did it. Isn't he also wearing the Hamon Yes, the special mask, mask to, to regulate his breathing. Remember how regulating breathing was such a key element for some mm. time? Yeah, no. I mean, it only really came up wearing this mask and uh, and Joseph losing control of his breathing. And when Jonathan had to uh, fight his underwater. Breathing. Yeah. And he remember, <laughs> he had to go down to find air because... <sighs> His dad taught him that when Danny had his toy gun and wouldn't give it back, just let him have it. Let him have it and he won't want it anymore. And by... by, Go down to go up. Yeah, into the crevasse. It's a coal mining town. Find the seam. Find the air bubbles. Drink the air bubbles. Get air. Now your body surges with Hammond. Sunlight blue overdrive (laughs) or whatever. Turquoise blue. What a fucking show. Good stuff. 
So, um, yeah, Joseph eventually makes it up. Lisa Big training montage with Logs and Messina. Mm-hmm. Or Loggins. Uh, uh, Loggins and Messina. You remember course, those characters? Loggins is then immediately killed by ACDC, who has burning blood and is too weird to read. But Joseph still kills him. And he's all like, I have many strings on the ground. For what it's worth, ACDC, mm-hmm. the worst pillar man. You want to go that far? He's got the weird veins. That's cool. Hot blood. But... Everyone else is cooler, even Santana, who sucks. Really? Because I, Santana is clearly Santana the worst Santana gets one. a lot of credit, like for being the first introduction to their weird bodies. I reckon, mm. lest we forget, he had fighting ribs. He had yep, yep. Um, flesh attack. True, true. And he had just go through a vent and be weird and gross. Yeah, remember how it would do those like very specific technique cutaways for him. Yes, I think I remember He would that. do a thing once and then it would all go sepia and the narrator would be like, you know, rib spear, also known as fighting oh, ribs. Yes. Also known to who? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead now. Or are they? Um, so then ACDC is all like, hey, punk, how about a real fight? And then Joseph wins. Uh, then they go to the French Alps. <laughs> and wait, Caesar who's, dies. Wait, wait, but who are they fighting? Whamu. Oh, Whamu! Remember, That's the, maybe right. the single best episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the chariot battle? Yes. Now that Caesar is dead and Joseph, much like how Jonathan uh, consumed the legacy of uh, of Antonio. Of Will, no, yeah, William Antonio. Zapelli. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Will same. A. I think his middle name's Antonio. Who cares? Uh, I don't know. It's JoJo's Joseph baby. absorbs the legacy of Caesar Zapelli, but he doesn't take the antidote ring yet. He wants to really reven- be He wants to avenge him first. And this mm. is, you know, from this point on, even though he's still an idiot coward, he's sort of facing up to his responsibilities a bit more. Ah, classic Jojo. Chariot battle, he wins. Cars beats Lisa Lisa. He cheats. He plays her leg like a guitar. <laughs> and then the Nazis show up and they're all like, we have created the UV cannon lights because our science is the best in the world. And Speedwagon is like, actually, it was the Speedwagon Foundation who did most of the work. We just collaborated with the Nazis. <laughs> you know, we're just like BMW or the French. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, they were occupied, but there were collaborators in the highest echelons of their government, which was a fact they had to reckon with for decades to come. Hmm. And now they're really democratic. Uh, I've missed part two talk. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we talk about bullshit like giant dudes with rippling abs, but let's get into the Nazi ideology. Let's talk about the rise of Imperial Japan. (laughs) You know, how did Rome I distinctly remember, like, cutting a five-minute rant of yours about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's 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 like, oh, no, this isn't going in the episode. (laughs) I would just imagine, like, look, the reason why the Nazis came to power wasn't from World War One; It was from ancient Rome. And you'd be like, no, no, no. <laughs> they shoot cars with the light blast. He's got the thing on. He, he wins. He turns into the ultimate being. They fat fight him in a volcano. <laughs> and he gets blasted into space. The end. Don't forget Stroheim being an absolute baller. Continued the Nazi attack. But with a giant cannon in his stomach... Cyborg guy, Cyborg guy, And like a lot of mechanical limbs. Yeah. Which we all were like, he's an okay Nazi, I guess. Which but, brings mm. us to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Path 3 Stardust Crusaders. Nick, what do you remember about this one? 
It's got stands. The world and, has changed. And the other thing I remember is that everyone lost their fucking minds towards the end where they were like, how is Nick correctly guessing what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen? We've still been getting that. We got, we've been getting that even through the end of part five with some of the shit you were spitting out. Really? Yeah. I don't remember anything I say, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the specifics of this one either, but you oh, were man. you were making some claims. Oh boy, okay. But I was getting angry at you towards the end of part three, like, Nick, have you cheated? I was like, no! No, I don't! Avdol, Polnareff, Joseph, Kakuin. Uh, now, we got a Jotaro. Iggy, Holly. Well, not yet. Dan well, not. of Steel, Enya. Yep. This part is a lot easier to cover because it's just a lot of battles. Captain Dragon. They're, they're going from Japan to Egypt. That's the whole The Silk plot. Road of the East. Um, unless you live past, like, 1999, in which case Silk Road is now a very illegal series of websites <laughs> utilising the Tor Protocol to stay anonymised and utilising different nodes in order to... I love nodes. ...go past security shit. Yeah, I'm coming to do that, can I like, buy some... Some black market Nintendo 64 games. I was going to say you could buy some black market human beings, but you know, if you want the Nintendo and 64 games... I can games, make them reenact Banjo-Kazooie for me. You there. Boy. Okay, so... Oh no, I don't know. Oh, we were God. getting copy before this episode, and Nick revealed to me that he had a fundamental misunderstanding of the end of A Christmas Carol, in which Scrooge goes, You there, boy, what day is it? You see, Nick thought that Ebenezer Scrooge, having just woken up from a night of being haunted by ghosts, was peeking into the window of a boy no, and going, you there, boy, what day is it? No, I thought he was on the street and there's a boy, like, opening his window or something. In fact, the exact opposite of what's happening. Where, in fact, Scrooge is opening his window and there's a boy on the street. Yeah. They feel like... You there, boy, what day is it? Wait, it's Christmas Day, sir. Great, I'm outside, but I'm going home. Can you come out and go to the butchers and get me a big Christmas <laughs> goose? Sure. I, I just assumed it was like he's outside and then he just ran. He just ran, engaging in all the snow oh, and like jolly. the end of Ferris Bueller. Yes? He's got to beat Bob Cratchit home. Yes. So that he doesn't get more detention or expulsion. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's there, he's like, oh, I'm sick. Uh. He's all like, oh, I knew it, Bueller. Yeah, the corpse mm. of Jacob Marley is rigged up to roll over in the bed. <laughs> uh, and yeah. I just, I just assumed that he was on the ground level, in the snow, being all like, you there, boy, because like they're opening their windows because it's Christmas. And they're all like, look at the snow, I'm so excited. It's like, you there. It's Christmas and it's Victorian England. Open the open the windows, let all the cold in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that we may die within, a, within the week. <laughs> That's oh. a plot point in, I think, Pride and Prejudice. She gets like slightly damp in some rainfall and it's like, oh, now I've got to stay at your house for a month. <laughs> Uh, okay, sure. You know what, that's a really good excuse to be like, oh no, now I have to stay with you. Most of the character development in part five, part three, is focused on Polnareff. Which is weird because he's not really the protagonist. Who of course is avenging his sister who was killed by Jay Guile, aka Centerfold. Who and had two left hands? Two right hands? Two left hands, yeah. Does it yeah. quite promptly and then must reckon with life after revenge. And he's just like, I don't know if it was worth it. Uh-oh. Avdol gets killed for a while, but then comes back with a cool new personality. Uh, then <laughs> we also have Joseph, who is basically like, oh my god. Kakuin's just kind of along for the ride for a while. He gets his eyes wounded uh, by Geb's Ndul, uh, mm-hmm. but then comes back with cool new sunglasses and then plays some F-Zero. 
And he has uh, he has a uh, a little scene with a cherry. He has a bit of the yep, bit of an a, iconic uh, scene. Uh, what what's the sound? Rello 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 yeah Of course, Anne is there for a while. Uh, who, of uh, course, went unnamed in the original manga. Good old Anne, who had a very unfortunate incident with an orangutan. Yep, uh, that's probably my series lowlight. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yep. Probably the series lowlight, yep. As much as it pains me to admit it, because the concept of that stand is so cool. <laughs> hey, I made a giant boat. And I'm an orangutan. Sick. Um, and then I would say the second most... Second or third most developed character uh, in terms of growth of motivations in, in part three is probably Whole Horse. Yeah! He does have a weirdo who's like, I'm a supporting character. I know I'm a supporting character. I have character, a brief but... bit where I'm like, oh man, this Dio guy, I don't know if he can take those Stardust Crusaders. I'm going to mm. go shoot him instead. Oh no, Dio's on a whole nother level. Better double down and shoot the... Oh no, I shot myself a lot. <laughs> he really had the Mr. problem. You know? Yes. Where a lot of the time he accidentally shot himself with his own gun. Which is ironic because he can control the bullet. Hmm. How ironic. Like, like a lot better than Mr. He could shoot anything. Yeah. Even himself. Amazing. It's like in, like in um, Suicide Squad. How Slip, Slipknot's whole thing is he can climb anything. Ooh. He can climb anything. In his intro it's like, that Slipknot, he can climb anything. And then he dies pretty much immediately. <laughs> Slipknot. What the fuck? He can climb anything. Okay, sure. What? Oh my god, okay, sure Okay, so while I had no internet recently That movie was playing on broadcast television So I watched, like, maybe half of it Okay And I would say Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn Easily the best part of the movie Yep, that's why they, they made a spin-off Yep, Jared Leto is the Joker Easily the worst part of the movie Oh, great Will Smith, pretty good Everyone else, just kind of fine Yeah, I hear that Will Smith is Will Smith Yeah As he is you in know, every movie a, he's in He's got a challenging charisma <laughs> Like Dio Brando <laughs> Oh, of course, Avdol and Kakuin were both intimidated by Dio's uh, rich luxury. His rich luxury, his aggressive bisexuality. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Dio has his own sort of montage. Dio spends things. most of the series hanging out in the bed reading the Quran. And just posing. Yeah. Just a lot of posing. Just being all like, they're coming, I'm healing, it's almost time. They arrive, they fight video games yeah, in the on. basement. Oh, Darby hang happens. On. Is that what Darby you want to Darby happens. To? Easily one of the best things ever. Go ahead, Mr. Joester. Uh, Jotaro Kujo. Jotaro grabbing a big blue cocktail. <laughs> Being like, wait a minute, he didn't have that cocktail when I looked up before. People who don't really understand the themes of the storytelling posting on the internet being like, so I think that Jotaro's activity in the Derby fight really foreshadowed his use of time abilities. Mm, mm. No, <laughs> no. Araki probably didn't even have that written up yet. <laughs> then we had Darby Jr., uh, AKA with, his younger brother. Not who, really how Junior works. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, wait, yeah, Darby Junior. Or Darby, I guess. Or yeah. was he the older brother? Darby Elder. Hmm, Darby the Elder. Darby the Senior. Darby the Youthful. Terence. Darby the Terence. So Darby the Terence. Who, of course, is introduced hovering through a labyrinth. <laughs> Remember that? I don't know how that works, but hey, that's he how that works. He plays video games, he beats Kakuin in F-Zero, and then they play, oh, that's a baseball. <laughs> Wait, did Darby have an actual, like, stand guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, he um, pulls their souls out and puts them in dolls. Did the stand guy just lift him up and just... Pretty much, yeah. ...carry him? I think it's like a like a, like a oobleck-like substance. Like right, pudding. okay. All right. So, um, yeah, he... He plays the thing. And his power is that he can look at them and ask yes or no questions and his mind goes, yes, 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 yes. 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 
Um, so they play That's a Baseball. That was a baseball. He was the Jaggers. The Jaggers. A revolutionary game system at the time. Uh, many people look back on it fondly because, of course, in such a simple like 16-bit baseball game, you could photorealistically draw the, the visage stand. of your character on your team. Oh, really so ahead of its time in terms of video yeah, game technology. Yeah. You know, it was all about that shading and the pixels, mm. you know? Once you got those two things down, you were done. Good moment where Joseph makes fun of Jotaro for never having played any video game. <laughs> but then it turns out Joseph was playing the video game all along. <gasps> oh, they what? won. They won. Oh, Meanwhile, yes. all of Polar F's friends are getting murdered by Vanilla Rice. Um, so we have Iggy, who's like having his own dramatic series of events. Well, right Avdol now. was the first to go, of course. Oh, yeah, Avdol was the first to go. Beaten by Vanilla Ice. But Iggy had his own adventure with like an ice bird. Oh, yes. Pet and we shop. learn we learn he, he came lost a from leg. Like, he came from like nothing. Became the mean streets of New York City, and then he became something. Hey, I'm a dog here. And hey, then... I'm walkies here. <laughs> he now looks more human, and I. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He started off looking like a fucking monster, but now he looks like a man in a dog's body. He's a real dog's body. He uh, he's all like Polnareff, my child. I'll save Please. you, even though the effort of doing it will kill me, because I was just subject to a, just like a really vicious dog beating. Hmm. Uh, and he's all like, go on without me. Rough, rough. And then Polnareff's like, I shall go on to not really do much else in the climax, but I will survive. And so he does. I will survive. Polnareff. Oh, he's from the town da, 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 of something da, 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 and he's da, da, going to kill Dio. He's yeah, only got French white hands really da, da, up in and the air. Montoya. And he's there. And his name's Paul Nareff. He's Paul Nareff. Great, we did it. <laughs> we, we, you need that improv club. <laughs> <laughs> Musical improv is hard. It really, you need the syllables. It, I think it is 90% confidence though, because you just need to force that rhyme in. Yeah. And if you listen to what they're actually singing, you're it's nonsense. You're too busy being impressed by how well they're improvising the yeah. rhythm. Well, I think I'm actually okay at it right up until the third line. Well, I'm not musically talented in general, so that's well, my problem. Well, what can I say? But, uh... Yeah, it's always just like that. You I've wait. had some good two-line, two-liner songs throughout this podcast. Let's think back to some of them now. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We're not doing that. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> it's like, let's think back to them now. Nick, come up with something right now. Oh, I was like, this is a clip show all of a sudden. <laughs> we just do the bit we just did. <laughs> <laughs> Flawlessly. Uh, Paul Nareff. No, that's it. Um, so... Yeah, Polnareff almost dies. He goes to face Dio and Dio's all like, ha ha, I'm going to move you down these stairs. I remember how we used to do the, um... Legitimately remember how we used to do the, um... Oh. The, like, the pseudo sing-alongs? The pseudo sing-alongs? With the theme songs? You mean... No, 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 where we would just, like, dryly recite the lyrics and I'd chuck it over a karaoke backing track. Did we do that in part five? No, we forgot. And, to be honest, it was more effort than it was worth. Yeah. I mean, you say like, that, but... we weren't really trying with the lyrics, so... <laughs> but that's the beauty of it! Maybe one day. Uh, Liam is currently looking fondly into his light. <laughs> uh, it's going to burn into his retina, and it's going to remind him to do it later. <laughs> they yeah, fight so... Dio, Jotaro learns the power... Whoa, 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 slow down, son, oh, They slow run down. into a shitty vampire who sucks. They go towards his mansion, and Polnareff's like, oh, his power is Nick, so great. they're well into the mansion right now. We've already talked about the vanilla, vanilla no, ice No, no, no. But Dio is confronting Polnareff. Oh, on the stairs. On the stairs. Which is a mirror of the Diavolo confrontation later on. Series highlight right there is 
Polnareff being like, what could his power be? I keep moving down these stairs. And it's just Dio fucking with him. moving him down the stairs and going back up the stairs. 10 out of fucking 10. You've got to respect the pranks. It's so good. It's so good. Just, oh. Then they fight Dio. Uh, and then... Kakyoin dies. He gets Kakyoin'd. Coining that phrase. Right through the stomach. Joseph, we think, dies, but we, yeah. we bring it back. We bring it back. Polnareff. Joseph, Jotaro gets so, so angry. He beats up Dio so hard. Dio would have lost the fight like three times over if he didn't have regenerative vampire powers. Even with the ultimate ability of time stoppage. Or impressive cowardice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Being like, oh, he might be slightly powerful. I better just go back a bit and just... Ha- There's that great moment where he's like, I need to hide in the sewers. And then Jotaro is already in the sewers. Much like how Diavolo was like, I need to hide in the sewers. Oh. And then a hobo was in there that killed him. Yeah, but he had a, he had a good coat, you know? And like Jotaro, Jotaro, who had his a own good coat. good coat, which he oh. got from a tailor... In India or Delhi or something or and Pakistan because a car burnt it up, but it looked like he was burning to death, but it was fine, it was just his coat. And much like that, the hobo has a coat. Mm-hmm. Hobo with a coat. Is it an Indian coat? No we'll one knows. Know. Probably Italian because they're in Italy, uh, home of fine tailoring. <laughs> so many parallels. Mm. The Araki probably just went, wouldn't it be funny if this homeless guy had a coat? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did talk about it a lot, but there are a lot of, of things lot in of part five yeah. that, that deliberately or otherwise call back to Other either parts? thematically or mm. in terms of like powers being employed or the specific way they are being employed mm. or like specific gambits people are pulling in relation to those powers. It's good shit. Yeah. So then they uh, they they confront Dio. And, and just just on that note, oh, just another on another note of things people on the internet talk about that I have no interest in is like. You know, like, who would win in a fight between Pet Shop and Giaccio? Uh-huh. I don't care about that. We literally did that as a bonus episode. No, we didn't. Yeah, we, we talked to... about basketball. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we really did. <laughs> okay, fair. Fair point. Um, speaking of, March Madness is coming up. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned, Patreons. Jotaro wins the fight. There's a bulldozer. There is a bulldozer at one point. Jotaro is like, I got so angry, I also learned to stop time. Uh, Joseph is in an ambulance and he's all like, oh, I think the blood's coming through me. I might be a... Um, just a just a prank, bro. Just a yeah. prank. Uh, I know who weird Al Yankovic is. I can't be Dio. What? That's You don't recall? That's an important no. blood point. Like, Jotaro asks, he's like, oh... You think you're Joseph Joestar, do you? Can you solve this series of fiendish trivia questions? Who parodied Michael Jackson's Beat It with the song Eat It? Weird Al Yankovic. That's about right. That happened. Sick. I completely forgot. Avdol, Iggy, Kakyoin, we did it. And then Statue of Liberty on the beach. End of part three. (laughs) 